cliffcentral.com Being 19, just a little bird falling out of its cage I never liked the figure, just doesn't seem like it is an age I've become useless in making decisions with my brain But I gotta be 19, cause I've been breathing Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to studio Ashton Gray. Hey, 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 everybody. How are you, Ash Gray? I'm good, Ash Gray. You know how many people say that to me? They're like, I get it now. Because oh. Ash is usually gray. I actually found a completely different meaning for your name. What's that? Well, you know that your your lyrics and your songwriting is very, you know, it's about age and the age you are at currently and the kind of challenges you are facing at your age. And I think it's funny that you're so young and yet you're gray. <laughs> I guess it's because I'm so wise. Right. <laughs> no, I'm but kidding. I have to say, I've seen you live, Ashlyn Gray, a couple of times, and you do. You have an old soul. Thank you. Okay? Do you think you do? Or? I think I do. I think I've always... Um, I don't, I'm a thinker, and I think that's why people think I'm an old soul. I think a lot. Right. So everything's like pretty thought out, and old people do that, you know? So maybe I am just an old person at heart. <laughs> right. Well, for those of you who don't know Ashlyn Gray, she is a... Singer songwriter, I wanted to say up and coming, but I think she's she's come. She's here. And um you I mean you're at the top of your game right now and you are working on new material. You've had huge singles with like the song I just played, Nineteen, uh Battleships, you were just at Opi Copy, uh now you are doing a showcase um coming up on the twelfth of October. We will chat a little bit about that mm-hmm. later. So um Ashton Gray, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm actually really excited. I was here last week. And I can't get enough of Cliff Central, so I'm back again, and maybe, this time just for you. Cause maybe you have a thing for so yellow. Maybe I do. It's actually I don't. I used to have a thing against yellow, but now I'm kind of liking it again. So yeah. everyone goes through phases. I must be influenced by you guys. Now you're also a, a style icon. I understand. Where did this happen? Um. Or, or is it one of those things that other people just call you a style icon, icon, and you just get dressed in the morning? I don't think it's that. No, I do, I do try to look my best at all times. Right. Um, but I think it's happened more recently since I've stopped caring what people think. Like I want to wear what I want to wear. Right. So you're more about conscience than yeah. reputation. Yeah, I like think what's so. What's important to you and not really, you don't care what other people think. Yeah. And I don't want to follow trends like to the T. I'm not that kind of person. Yes. Well, like Some today, trends. for example, you decided that shirts were just not a thing. Not a thing. Cause right. I just, I knew it would be too hot here. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It is warm in here. I think they're trying to recreate an equatorial kind of warmth in here, yes. even though it's cold and miserable in Joburg today. Yeah. But it's great songwriting weather. It let's is, be honest. Well, rain. Sad songs. Sad songs and deep nostalgic ones. Can you write a happy song while it's raining? I have done it before. Really? Do you know, it just makes you feel like you can't go outside, so you're stuck inside and... It almost forces you to be creative, which is, I kind of like being forced to be creative. I sure, think it's when, good. Whenever it rains, I just want to write sad piano, sad piano songs. ballads, personally. I guess I've always run the piano, so maybe that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what, what's been happening with you? I mean, so, well, you were, you were at Opie Copy, right? I'm going to Opie Copy just after this interview. Oh, right. Yeah. So you haven't gone yet? Not yet. Oh, no. that's exciting. Yeah, I'm cool. playing with Tony Bala, so we're going to do some songs together. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's my first time at Opie. I love Tony Bala's eyes. Right. Like, how beautiful are they? That in his hair. He always has this beautiful French plait that just looks perfect all the time. Yeah. I'm quite jealous. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not hard to do. I mean, it's not easy to do. Not easy yeah, to do, that, yeah. That's right, yeah. It is hard to do. <laughs> I, I can't plait anything. Um, all right, so, so now you're a, you're a singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. right? And 
the reason I wanted to chat to you today actually is is just about songwriting because um, I think it's a skill that's being often left to these people that we never hear about. I mean, all the big stars have a team of songwriters that write for them, a lot of which people have never heard of. Um, some of them are, I think, two guys have written most of the hits in the last yeah. you know, five years or so um, in the States. And um, I just wanted to find out, like, as a, as a writer, like, how do, you, how do you get into that? How do you have the confidence to write? Um, because I think a lot of singers are like, yeah, I can sing, but I'm not going to put myself out there. Um, you know, I would, I'd rather someone else put themselves out there and I'll just sing their lyrics and melody kind of thing. Mm. Um, so how do you kind of marry the two? Well, I think the biggest thing is that I want to be authentic as much as possible. And, um, for me, that way is to write the music that's, I'm feeling every single time I bring out a new single or some new music because otherwise I, don't, I feel like I'm singing someone else's story mm. and it has to be my story. And I know a lot of people can, Sing other people's songs and it works. It really does. But my favorite thing is r- the writing part of the, the material that I'm, I'm doing at the moment. I feel like that's the best way to let your fans and audience know who you are and what your message is about. And writing's also a lot of fun. So yeah. I, I, I've always loved English. And for me, that's why it's a skill that I've always wanted to have. Right. And it kind of just happened. It didn't go, okay, I'm going to be a songwriter. Yeah. I just started writing Battleships and that was my first song and I just carried on from that. So I, did, wow. I never had the feeling I can't write a song. Because yeah. anyone can write a poem. Like in school, kids always had to write poetry or little stories. And that's pretty much what we're doing, which is yeah. creating little stories that are really short. That's what Lord kind of explains what a song is. It's a really short story that's explained really well with the fewest amount of words. That has a t- sometimes a bit of a rhyme. So... <laughs> Sure, and if you're like certain artists, I mean, the less words, the better. Like yeah. Rihanna's work, for example. I mean, there's only one or two legible words in that song. Mm-hmm. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> one or two. So, so now um, you've just—I mean, I don't know when when this happened, but you won. Well, you you came fourth in a, the international songwriting competition, right? In that—that's an international competition, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, um, you came fourth in the world for songwriting. So now that's that's quite an achievement. Um, do you think people should judge like people's writing? Cause I mean, how, how do you judge something like that? Because it's such a personal thing. I mean, you, you're just putting yourself on a page and other people from around the world have put themselves on a page. How, how did they actually judge the competition? I'm quite interested. Um, well, firstly, from my point of view, I think songwriting is a skill, so it can be judged technically at least, mm. um, you know, it's music is also quite technical. So there's a lot of ways to make sure that if it's done the right way, um, doesn't make sense. I think that's the biggest thing is does, does a song make sense the way that someone's written it and mm. doesn't make you feel something and evoke an emotion. Um, but the way that they did it, there were a few different rounds that I had to go through and, um, I think it was all based in Nashville. And then what they did is they got a whole lot of other artists, like I think American authors, Lord was involved as well. Um, and they got these celebrities to also judge the music. So, I mean, they're at the top of their game. They know what good songs are all about. They know what it takes to make a good song. And I think with that kind of knowledge, they're able to judge. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't like competitions in general, just right. because it's when it's someone else's opinion and it's subjective. It, do, it doesn't really matter if you're the best songwriter in the world. Right. It really doesn't, as long as you can write good songs that 
make people feel something and change their emotion. And that's all you really need. You right. don't need to be the best in the world. But, a, but it must have been great for your self-esteem. I mean, I mean, because oh, yes. I, I know, like, <laughs> I know, I know musicians and songwriters and you're often like, um, mm-hmm. sure, I, I'm not sure if this is good enough. So then to have like a song of yours recognized internationally, I mean, you must, you must have thought, wow, like I can do this. Yeah. You know? It is like a feather in your cap where yeah. you just get that bit of confidence. Um, that's what I felt. I felt a little bit more confident in writing. Yeah. And you find that the confidence, I mean, I've found in every industry, I mean, be it corporate industry, um, creative industry, whatever it is, confidence is key. I mean, mm. I've met businessmen that are just so confident. You're like, wow, I believe everything you're saying, yep. even though uh, you're telling me to eat, you know, that animal, which <laughs> I know is not that animal. You know, it's, it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's, it's really is the, the, the secret ingredients, I think. And a lot of people have fake confidence. I think mm. that's what that bravado kind of, you know, like. The, stuff, the confidence that we don't like is generally insecurities shown in an opposite way to hide the insecurities. It's really exactly, backward yeah. thinking, but humans are humans. So that confidence will always help because I mean, self-belief carries you through anything hmm. in whatever industry you are or whatever action you're trying to take. As long as you're, Confidence and have self-belief mm. Then you can do it And people will believe you can do it Because sure. I mean If if we think about Silly things like girls wearing suits Let's say I'm wearing, I'm wearing a blazer today Yes. So that's what I'm thinking about it Usually we would be like Girls shouldn't wear suits Because that's the way the world has kind of Been brought up to think But now if a girl takes it with confidence Then you wouldn't even question it. Yeah. You'd be like, she's wearing a cool jacket. Right. So as long as you have confidence, you can pretty much make anyone believe that it's right. Well, I'm wearing my thong with all right? the confidence in the world right now. You could do it. And I mean, no one's judging me. I mean, there's a giant window here and I don't, I mean, I feel the draft, but that's about <laughs> all. All right. So um, let's just hear um, someone who probably is the cause of your biggest problems and that's the cause of your greatest songs. Um, would you say you relate to this man? Lately, I've been hearing stuff about these young people on Facebook complaining about going to music festivals. So that's an old man complaining about uh, mm-hmm. young people, right? So now you, you've mentioned a lot in interviews and stuff that you, you kind of focus a lot on the age where, you, where you're at and you're writing mm. from your perspective, the challenges you face. What, what challenges are facing young people? I mean, I, I'm, I'm old AF right now. So I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even know what's facing young people anymore. What, what kind of things are going on? Um, I think where we are at in society, the society at the moment is that we're brought up to follow money. Instead of maybe our dreams and passions. And then that creates a cycle where we're following money and we're not doing something for ourselves to make ourselves happy. And then we end up living this miserable life that often leads to us doing bad things because we generally aren't happy and we're trying to find other escapes of reality. And life isn't supposed to be like that. So for me, one of the biggest things is people don't know what to do with their lives because there's so much pressure to make money and do well in life that they end up doing something they hate and... That creates this angry, ugly world that hmm. we're currently experiencing, I think. There's um, not that much love happening at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest things that I think people my age are going through. I must say, I've noticed the escapism thing. I mean, that was around also when, when I was a young gent. Mm. And um, I mean, 
for example, just drinking and the way people mm-hmm. look forward to Friday. Like why? Um, I mean, I know Gareth Cliff had a whole thing, you know, <laughs> like can't wait for Friday. It's Friday, yeah. Pooh's a Thursday. People mm-hmm. are finding any any reason to just escape their week, and it's quite sad. I mean, it's it's quite surprising when you hear someone be like, "I don't mind Mondays because I love what I do." You know, I mean, right? how often do you hear that? And usually, it's creative people because creative. It's usually seen as a, a nice, chilled way of living. Yeah, they're not tied to a whipping stick and beaten yeah. by a boss all day. But I think that if you're doing something you love, like some people love numbers and love accounting and they can do it for hours. Like mm. I love maths. I could probably do maths for many hours and I'd be happy. Wow. I know it's weird. Yeah. It's a bit weird. kind of unfair as well. I mean, you're very creative, so surely you should leave the maths to someone else? I will one day. <laughs> <laughs> really? So, what, so if you... If you couldn't do music, Sing, if music mm. was not an option for you, is that what you'd be doing? I think I'd do something mixing the two, mixing my creative and and the more like logical side of things. Because I, I really, for me, business is super cool as well. So that's probably also another area I would explore. No, that's just really unfair. It's not unfair though, because no, you, you, you have you have too much talent. Basically. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You can you can also do the same thing. So if let's say you like money. If the only way to make money was to be in business, you would do it and you would learn to love it because that would be make like giving you something that you really love, right? For sure, yeah. So like I think anyone can be everything. Everything. Right. If all, yeah. all it takes is a bit of hard work I and think perseverance. You're right. I think I think we're we're too quick like I just did. We're too quick to put each other in boxes, you mm. know, like, "Oh, you're the creative one. Wow, you must suck at maths." <laughs> or, "Wow, yeah. you are uh, really funny, so you can't do sport." You know that kind of thing. Yeah. It's um yeah. I see what you mean. I think we need to mm-hmm. like lessen the lines a little bit. Yeah, I think I think we, as humans, we like putting things in boxes and dividing everything so it makes more sense. Yeah. See another meaning to? for your name. You can't just have oh, black yes. and white. It needs to kind of grey the areas oh, a little yes. bit. Yeah. yeah. Jeepers, yeah. your name is deep, yo. <laughs> and I just thought it was cool because it had three syllables. I mean, I'm a big three syllable fan. Great. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. I actually I even searched it to see what you know because I like colors and. I know the colors have like different kind of meanings and depending on the culture emotions they make you feel yeah depending on the culture and I searched gray a bit and I really liked it I really thought it was cool like mysterious is that the meaning behind gray they say it's mysterious but I also I don't know I just like gray hair as well so it's kind of just <laughs> this right. name's gonna come up a lot I think you'll get there you'll yeah, get okay. there don't worry Maybe it's your old soul trying to oh yes trying yeah. to grab onto what it once had, you know. <laughs> Stop living in the past, past life, present, present. <laughs> All right, awesome. Okay, cool. So now, um, what are you working on currently? I mean, where are you, where are you headed? What's next for Ashlyn Gray? Another EP with a few more singles. Um, I'm also going to do a bit of recording in the states, which is going to be really cool. That's cool. Really excited about that. Are you teaming up with any songwriters that side? Um, yes, I will be, as well as. I've kind of created a small little team and I've signed to a management agency that I'll be working closely with. Um, so a lot of the EP is going to be coming from a different territory, which is really cool. Right. More growing is going to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I said, I'm going to be showing a lot of this new material at the Good Luck Bar next week, yes. which I'm really excited about. Tell me about that. Yes. 12th of October. 12th next of October, week? next Thursday. Yes. Um, it's got me in the lineup as well as Charlie Finch and Seven, and we're all ready to kind of showcase our live shows to 
essay at the moment. Yeah. We're really wanting to bring that whole live energy band experience. Do you know much about the other artists, Seven yes, and, yeah. and Charlie? So Seven, I actually write a lot with. Okay. Um, Finding Home, which was with the Rada compilation album, I wrote with him and another guy called Howie Combrink. Um, yes. And then Charlie and I played quite a few gigs together, mostly acoustics. So I'm really keen to see his full band show. Brilliant. I've yeah. seen Seven rehearsing as well, and he has got some crazy stuff planned. It's really cool. Fantastic. I've seen his his pictures, and they are interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's super, super interesting. Yeah. He's not like your normal artist, which I really enjoy. Brilliant. And he thinks. He's also a thinker, but like, you know me? Yeah. Times up by a million, because oh, that's wow. Seven. And I, I love that about him. So he's so deep. He's so deep, but... Once he says something, you just can't not believe him because yeah. it just makes so much sense. Well, if you want to hear more about Seven, he's going to be on uh, uh, Candace's show at mm-hmm. 11 today. Um, so I'm sure he'll be talking about the showcase a little bit more and what he's planned. Yep. Uh, yeah, like Ash said, very interesting guy, very deep. So I hope Candace is ready for the depths that she's about to... Uh, she got deep in my show as well last oh, week. Really? So I think, I think she's got this one. Okay, good. So she mm. can handle the she depths. She can handle the depths. All right. <laughs> Awesome, man. Yeah. All right. So in a moment, we're going to speak to Charlie as well, mm. uh, just about the showcase and what he's kind of doing. Um, do you want to sing us a song? Yeah, I'm I know singing that, a song. Uh, I know that Alan Ford makes everyone sing, and it's about that time. He usually makes people sing at 20 past nine. I've let it go till 28, so your voice oh, is now goodness. completely warm, right? So warm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so why don't you grab your uh, mistress there, and uh, let's set you up for some music. All right. Mic check. Mic check. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashlyn Gray. Being 19, just a little bird falling out of its cage. I never liked the figure, just doesn't seem like it is an age. I've become useless in making decisions with my brain. But I gotta be 19, cause I've been breathing that time away. I gotta be one nine, one nine, wish I could skip it, rewind. Gotta be one nine, one nine, wish I could skip it, rewind. Chasing paper pains, not caffeine thrills, trying to catch a dream. Living off love and gasoline, oh. Chasing paper pains, not caffeine thrills, trying to catch a dream. Living off love and gasoline, oh, 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 don't leave this kid behind. Man, a teenager, feeling like a stranger, becoming of age. Who you gonna be? What you gonna do? Are you ready for change? I'm a blind canvas, looking for color to arrange. Awaking from this daydream, I'm selling out to mainstream, I love on display. I gotta be one night, one night, wish I could skip it, rewind. Gotta be one night, one night, wish I could skip it, rewind. Chasing paper pains, not caffeine thrills, trying to catch a dream. Living off love and gasoline, oh. Chasing paper pains. Not caffeine pearls, trying to catch a dream Living off love and gasoline, oh Oh, 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 oh Don't leave the skid behind Don't stop dreaming, never stop believing Break the clouds and don't look down Leave it out and weigh your crown 
Don't stop dreaming, never stop believing. Break the clouds and don't look down. Leave your doubt and wear your crown. Don't stop dreaming, never stop believing. Break the clouds and don't look down. Leave your doubt and wear your crown. And we'll go chasing paper planes, not caffeine thrills, trying to catch a dream, living on love and gasoline. Oh, chasing paper planes, not caffeine thrills, trying to catch a dream, living on love and gasoline. Oh, wow, amazing! Thanks, man. <laughs> no, really, I'm blown away. I mean. Because I mean, I I listened to your tracks just before the show, just to get in the Ashland Gray zone, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, that sounds exactly like the recording, only with less programming." Ah, oh, thanks. That, that means that means a lot. Thank I'm gonna you post so a video much. just to prove that that was live because that was phenomenal, Ash. Oh, wow. thank you so much, Ethan. Amazing. So, how long have you been doing this now? Um, I think I've been in the industry professionally for four years. So since I started writing the EP and releasing music. I've been singing for ten years though, and instruments all kinds of different years. Like right. I was telling you just now, I started guitar when I was really young, and then I got over it because you had to cut your nails. And as a girl, that wasn't cool, so right. I started playing piano, and that's kind of become my instrument of choice. I must say, I love in that song. I've, I've told you this before um, at a live show that um, the way you pronounce decisions is my yes. favorite. It's like the way a French person says it: a decision. Decision. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a lot of decisions to make? Yes, yes. Yeah. Si, si. No? Si. Oui. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. oui, oui. Yes. Oh, Unless my goodness, Dutch. Ashlyn. Yeah. You are ready for, for languages now as well. Right. So maths, songwriting in different languages. Can you handle? I don't think so. I think you'd be better. <laughs> you no, sounded I, beautiful there. Yeah, I can fake the accent, but the language <laughs> is a whole new ball game. All right, right we're going to go to uh, Charlie Finch now. Now, Charlie's going to be playing with you at the showcase on the 12th of October. Yes. Charlie, are you there? Charlie? Charlene? Charlize? No, Charlie's not there. Charlie's is in... Oh, Charlie's, look at me. In Charlie's in PE. <laughs> And, uh, you know, PE has a lot of, um, they've got a pebble bed reactor there, um, uh-huh, which is basically radioactive things. Yeah. So if, if we know that cell phones can interfere with plane navigational systems, mm-hmm. then we know that pebble bed reactors can definitely inter, you know, interrupt your signals. But I think we got him now. Charlie, you there? Yes, I am. Hey, how you doing, man? Very well. Thanks. And you? Very well. Thank you. How are things in the windy slash friendly city? <laughs> Fantastic, eh? Is it windy? It, it's always windy. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we've got a really dull, gray, great songwriting weather, according to Ashton Gray. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, she actually organized, I think, the weather for today's broadcast, oh, um, just to cool. kind of tie in with her surname, like she does with everything. Um, <laughs> so, Charlie, you're also performing at the, the showcase on the 12th of October. Um, yes. What can we expect from you? Um... I'm going to be playing just a bunch of my own songs off the new CD with um, with uh, my band. So it should be amazing. Brilliant. Now, Ash said she's seen you is playing acoustic. So um, is the band a usual thing or is this a new thing that you kind of just got into? My band? Yeah. Um, I've, I, I used to do a lot of acoustic um, vibes and then I started moving away from that and into full band uh, stuff, which is where I'm... 
looking to stay just because it's so much fun. Yeah, it's always great having wingmen. Sorry? I say it's always great having wingmen on stage with you. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yes. getting up on stage and talking to an audience is like talking to a girl. You know, it's a little bit nerve-wracking and it's, yeah. It's but it's like a hundred girls instead. Yeah, you know? and a few guys. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, I'm really excited to see you. I've never, actually never seen you before. Um, oh, so okay. I'm really excited. Are you, so you're based in PE? No, no, I'm based in Joburg. Oh, then what are you doing in PE? Just visiting home? I'm visiting. I'm oh. visiting. Um, just, I've got a cousin's wedding, so I oh. came down. Are you performing? Uh, I'm not. Oh, wow. No. That's so weird. Have you ever had a family wedding where they're just like, uh, oh, you don't even need to play at this one. Wow, that's what a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, this, that's this wedding. This is a, it's a surprise. Yeah. Or at least I don't think I'm playing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I have, a, I have a condition. If people ask me to play at their wedding, I say, okay, but then if there's a chiropractor, he has to give me a massage. And that's the way I uh, I kind of justify it. Yeah. Because mm. I'm working, then someone else has to work. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so now um, the album, have you also done EPs or have you done a full album no no this is my this is my first album okay first full album how many tracks 10 ah 10 is it longer five. than 45 minutes 45 yeah it is not ah then did you know that legally it counts as an ep huh? yeah legally what? but if you check out a lot of the recent um albums that have come out they are only 35 minutes i know right but that's also i think because of the twitter generation having a very short Attention span. Yes, of course, we have to cater <laughs> for them. You millennials, right? So we're, we're chatting songwriting with um, uh, with Ashlyn, and we're going to be chatting to another great legendary songwriter just now. Um, Charlie, what's your take on songwriting? I know that you write your own stuff. Um, My favorite songwriter. No, no, no. Your your songwriting process. I mean, how did you get into songwriting? How did you find the confidence to know that you could actually write and be comfortable with putting yourself out there? Well, I started writing when I was around 15, and then I just really stuck to this for a long time, and I just practiced and practiced and practiced and got better. And eventually, uh, when I was in uni, I was happy with what I was writing, and then I was like, cool. How did you know you were crap at it? Because uh, I know it sounds good. I listen to a lot of music, um, and I just know what's catchy, what's not catchy, what sounds cool, what doesn't sound cool. So... I guess just based on other musicians that I listen to and music that I like, yeah. um, I listen to my own and kind of reference and be like, oh, my stuff's not that catchy. I think it's quite interesting, uh, something that both you and Ashton have mentioned about songwriting is that it's kind of, it doesn't involve other people in, in the process. Like you need to be your own worst critic, you know? And I think when you're happy with it, then, then you kind of take it to people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool, actually, because then you're not influenced. Because I know if you asked, like like they do in advertising, if you had a focus group, and you were like, what do you think of this song? They'd all just give their two cents for the sake of giving their two cents, mm. even if it doesn't necessarily make anything better. People still do that, though, I think. No, I know they yeah. do. And I think it, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, a, it's an important part of it, I mean, I think. But I think the original mm. piece needs to come from you. Um, and mm-hmm. have you collabed with anyone, Charles? No. So I call you I Charles, Charles, Charles for short. It's far shorter than Charlie. What a long <laughs> mouthful to say, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're in I trouble have... when I call you Charlie. In trouble? No way. 
Well, <laughs> when I'm in trouble, I get called Charles. Oh, that's so weird because usually people lengthen it when they're in trouble. But I suppose Charlie has that Afrikaans. It's almost like when they add a key on the end of things to make it cute. Uh, <laughs> it sounds British. Charlie. 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 Yeah, it's, well, it's, Charles it's also more, sounds British, but different kind of British. Yes, the kind that you don't mess with. Yes. Oh, Ashman knows. Yeah, I'm more <laughs> from, from England and Ireland type bloodline, not really Afrikaans. So. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be Charlie. <laughs> oh <my laughs> anyway, sorry, we're digressing hugely. <laughs> so Nathan's got a thing for names today, and I think yes. that's the thing we have to talk about the most. I do, I do have a huge. Yes, actually, I did want to ask you about Finch. Is that your real name? Because it's freaking cool. No, that is not my real surname. Well, in that case, great choice in stage name. Thank Three you. syllables, my fave. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you go by Charles Finch, which is she just doesn't have the same mm-hmm. ring to Charlie. it. Oh yeah. 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 So, so what is the the relevance of Finch for you? Was it just cool sounding? Oh, where did it come from? Yeah. Um. Well, I was looking for a name that was just a bit more stage friendly, and I was just going through a bunch of different um, surnames, and I liked uh, the fact that uh, Finch is a songbird, first of all, and. Birds can just travel wherever, and a lot of my music is about my journey and my life's journey and that type of stuff. So I like just how it all works together. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is very cool. Did you know James Bond was also named from a bird book? Hmm? Although not not from a bird, just the author of the bird book was Bond, James Bond. Oh, okay. So yeah, so mm-hmm. bird books are great places to find names. I happen to have a lurie named after me, but we oh, won't nice. go into it. Yeah, yeah, no. Sorry, I, I don't want this show to become about names. Yeah, We're supposed to be talking about songwriting, Ashley. Oh, yes, songwriting. Yes. <laughs> so, what's been going on in your life that you're actually writing about? What is, what, is, what is Charlie Finch facing right now that he feels he needs to let the world know about? What am I writing about? I write about a lot of stuff. I write about love and time and just daily things that happen and death and everything. I write about a lot of stuff. Death is one of my favorite topics, actually, I have to say. I want to hear your song about death. Okay. <laughs> Listen to Elaine. Elaine. All right, I'll, yeah. t- I'll check it out. Now, uh, the <laughs> song, If I Ever Let You Down, um, that's yeah. been doing really well. Um, what's that one about? That is about, it's towards uh, a father figure or a mentor, and it's just about um, looking back and reflecting on your life and hoping that you haven't let them down. Um, whoever it is that you look up to, um, yeah, it's hmm. really about that and just reflecting on life. Okay. Hoping that you. So is it the is proud. it is the mentor saying, if I ever let you down, or is it if I ever let down my mentor? Um, it well for me it was more to a father figure than a mentor, like a father, right? And not not a, actually a mentor, but it, but each to their own. I don't like to. Right, you don't want to explain it too much. Right. Yeah, I don't like to box the song in because I think everyone has their own uh, interpretation of a song, and I want them to just go with that. <laughs> yeah. And now I wanted to ask you, both you and Ashlyn, actually, um, like you guys are both really deep, actually, like deep songwriters, um, and you guys are so young. Is this is this kind of a normal thing? Do you think that maybe you start out deep and get shallower and shallower <laughs> as the as the as the ind- <laughs> industry taints you? 
or um, is it just that? Uh, I mean, I know, I know, like being young, you go through lots and you see it in a very vivid way um, that you try mm. and explain. Like, <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Oh my goodness, where do you even start with that? Uh, I don't know. We kind of spoke on the last show and we said that people think because you're young, you can't have deep thoughts, and I think that's the kind of. Yeah. The, the kind of thing that young people are changing. Mm. So it's still, it's still in that transition phase of can young people be deep even though they're doing stupid things like partying their life away and. Well, I, th- I think like the old, the old the person's old view, uh, uh, view of you guys is that, well, like you guys are only like 20. Like what How do you can know? You possibly you, know yeah, anything? What have you actually experienced? Like you mm. only experienced school basically. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So I think that's, so, so how do you, um, how do you how do you come across these things? I mean, obviously it it just happens to you, and and people just disregard it because you're young. Is that kind of the way? I mean, how did they learn all that stuff? They were young ones. Yeah, and I think it's actually you think less mm. when you're older because you're you know trying to yeah. Well, no, not that. But <laughs> you're trying to balance so much other bull crap, you know, like bill, <laughs> you know, what your bills and your pension and your tax and blah blah blah. That you almost don't have time to like reflect on situations in, in, in a deep way, a deep meaningful way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that are, that are actually that deep. I mean, uh, Charlie, wouldn't you say that at the moment you feel like you're the deepest that you've been so far? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just, um, I'm just living life and then writing songs about moments that I experience. I think, uh, for me, Maybe you think my songwriting is deep just because usually a song in particular comes from a deep moment right. that happened in life. And like then you write con- about that experience. A concentrated emotional. It's very concentrated. Mm. It's not like I'm a deep person the whole day. <laughs> gotcha. It's a memorable moment. And I think yes. like, yes. because we, we like memories as humans, mm. we like, oh, yeah. that's so deep because I, I really relate to that. Yeah. So I think it's maybe yeah. instead of the word deep, we should just say it's relatable. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe our, our, the, the words that we're using are wrong to describe the sure. music. Cause a lot of songwriters are really deep. Yeah. And then you meet them. Oh, absolutely. And then they're just like yeah. a ball of fun. I've met accountants that are deep, and that was surprising. You're like, what? Don't you deal with numbers? <laughs> there I go, putting people in boxes again. <laughs> awesome, Charlie. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you chatting to us, and we'll check you out on the 12th of October at the showcase. Thank you. I look forward to it. Awesome, man. Cheers. Let's hear a little bit of uh, what Charlie Finch has been working on. Been walking around for far too long. You'll like this part, but t- with t- nothing on my mind. Have you heard? Just yeah. Have you heard the song? Yeah, yeah. The time, the t- t- time. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> Been spinning around on a dime. There are things to be said before the day that I'm dead. Before I'm dead. And I hope, 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 that if I ever let you down, that if I ever let you down, you let me know, know, have I ever let you down, no, have I ever let you down, no, I hope, no. Been walking around. This old town 
That is Charlie Finch, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing singer-songwriter. You can catch him live at the Good Luck Bar with Ashlyn Gray on the 12th of October. Now, uh, we're going to go, we're going to cut to a legend. I, I say a legend in the, a diamond in the, in the crown of South African legends. Let's, let's put it that way. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you none other than Cindy Alter. Hello, Cindy. Cindy, are you there, darling? Is she in PE as well? <laughs> I'm starting to think she's in uh, PE. I think everybody must be with this good yeah. signal. It must be, yeah. Either that or our networks are just having issues because of the clouds today. Must be. And it's all my fault. It is your oh fault, Ashton Gray. I my need to write a goodness. song about that. Cheapest. Okay, I think also what happened is we didn't have great intro music for, uh, for Cindy. So, so then I'll, I think you've got to fix that. I will. I'll find something. I'll find something awesome. And when we get her back on the line, I'm going to play it and we're going to interview the crap out of her. Okay. Right. Cool. Have you ever met Cindy Alter? I have. We played a show once together. It was really cool. Look at you. She's amazing, right? She's so great. See, like, and people love her. Like, she gets the crowd going. Yeah. I know, she's so phenomenal. She played the 12 string guitar, so it just sounded so great with her voice. Yeah, sounds she's like badass. two people playing guitars at once. Yes. So she has a nice ass. Uh, she's badass. Oh, she's I just badass. didn't know if I was saying ass. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you're like bullcrap just now. And yes. Oh, you can say poo bum bottom on this show. Oh, we, fantastic. We don't mind. Cindy Alter. Yes. Here's your music. Who <laughs> <laughs> are you today? Cindy Alter. Wow, I've got the MGM lion. Yeah, I thought that's why we couldn't get hold of you earlier because, um, you know, we didn't have cool intro music for you. Oh, my God. How, how embarrassing. Embarrassing? <laughs> why is it embarrassing? I mean, like, not the right music for me. Yeah, but I mean, you, you're a legend. I figured you have kind of oh entry God. music it's whenever not, you walk into a room. Um, I'm so lucky. Kidding with you, you know me. <laughs> How I'm is not Cape into Town? Music. I'm Cape Town's very nice, but very cold. <laughs> very cold, jeepers! Yeah, it's chilly here. They've been raining, which is awesome. Well, they you know they had a, a drought of a winter, and now they're having yeah. a, a winter of a summer. So it's all yeah. completely well, I mixed just up. Hope that they get lots more rain, so that everybody can have longer than three minute showers. Right. I spend at least a minute trying to get the temperature right. <laughs> In the shower. Yes, so, don't we all? Right? So, <laughs> so Cape Town's a scary place for me to go. It's, yeah, it's a little different. I'm it's enjoying it though, you know, because I come here for gigs. So, I've yes. got some friends here and I go see them. And my best thing, of course, is walking on the beach. Oh, That's yeah. Sand in, sand in your toes. Mm. Sand in the like toes it. and just breathing that sea air. Mm. Very good for the soul. You know that. You're actually making me a little bit jealous. A little bit. Yeah. Why don't you come down a little bit and just chill out? For because a while? people have cottoned on to the fact that Cape Town's amazing to visit, and then they've hiked up the the prices to get there. So well, that's cool. true. Yeah, mm. I have. I do and go there big. occasionally for gigs myself, but it's in and out. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. Generally, I don't get to walk on the beach. I sometimes just take my shoes off and walk walk back to my hotel and pretend. And walk back to your hotel. I walk through the flower beds and pretend it's the beach. Oh my goodness! But yeah. yeah you know, that's our musicians' life, darling, we don't get the perks 
Yes. We get to travel, but we don't really get the perks of travel. Right, totally. Now, you're in Cape Town to do songs and stories from the road. That's correct. Now, is this a tour that you're doing, or is it just that sh- this show that you're doing? Well, I've just started it here, and I'm going to be doing some in Joburg as well. And, yeah, basically just, you know, singing songs, obviously my songs, but then also doing covers of songs that have reminded me of special times and special things in my life. Brilliant. Being on the road for like 44 years, you know. Yes. Yeah, so. Crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, I've read your book and what a life it's been. It's been absolutely crazy. It has been crazy, but I tell you, um, would we change it? I mean, no. Absolutely not. Now, it's, no, it's, we wouldn't. it's quite interesting, Sin, because I've got you, um, you in studio, I mean, yeah, on the phone, and I've got Ashton Gray here sitting opposite me. Um, okay. I, I know you guys have performed together. But, um, yes, <laughs> but, uh, Ash and Gray, we were talking about like age and, and youth and people not taking the youth seriously, even though they have okay. probably more to offer, I think, than, than some old people have. Um, and uh-huh. as someone, you know, who's been in the industry a long time, like, yes. do you also feel that way about the youth? Do you feel like, um, the youth have kind of more to say? Well, not more to say, but a, a more accurate representation of kind of what's going on. Um, I think the youth represent trend and the older represent authenticity. Right. I know you're probably going to jump on me and both go, oh, my God, how can you say that? But it's true. Because when people see a young person, they know that they're, like, plugged into the trend and what's happening now, and it's all kind of now, now, now. Right. And the older people are representing what has come and been and gone. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's still going. So it's not necessarily a positive thing you're saying about being authentic. Yeah, you know, um, I'm, I could never... I mean, I was young. When I was 20, I was on the road with class. I was a pop star, love, lucky me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and people could have said the same thing about me then. Oh, it's just a trend. She's just going with the flow. But um, I have proved that most wrong in a way because I... At, at the age of 60, I'm still performing a lot, yeah. still doing what I love a lot, which is fantastic. So it was never just a trend to me. What, um, what has happened with the music of now is that older people are not taking it seriously. And do you think you they, they should? Well, you know what? It is representing what's happening now. I think you're allowed to have everything. Why does it just have to be one or the other? Yeah, that's kind of what Ashton said as well. Like, everyone should be everything. You know, you can listen to... I listen to everything because I'm a songwriter. You know, obviously I'm listening to pop songs on the radio because I want to hear what people are writing, what is making the hit parade, you know, like top 40s and all that. And also, I work with a lot of young artists. So Mm. I get to see both. Right. I get to work with the older artists and the younger artists. So maybe I'm a little bit of an exception or I'm lucky in a way because I'm getting to see everything. And I think, as I said, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You either like the music whether it's a young person or an old person mm. or you don't like the music. Yeah. So, like, yes, I do like Leonard Cohen. I only started liking him when I was much older. When I was younger, I hated him. Right. It's like me okay, and Nick Cave so, and the Bad Seeds. I just can't like that as much, as hard as I try. 
I just can't. Exactly. It's like you either like something or you don't like it. Right. And you might grow into liking it. Mm. So as I say, like now, all the years, I might like Leonard Cohen, whereas when I was young, I didn't. Yeah. I don't think, you know, I think we try and genreize everything. Yeah. I everything in a, some kind of label. It's like, oh, what do you think about this? I think it's a good discussion. Yeah. You know, it's good to have these discussions and to talk about it. Sure. But so do you, are you kind of campaigning for one one genre of music just called music and people must just... I'm campaigning for music. Yeah. It doesn't matter what genre it is. Or age music for that matter. Is, yeah, it's just music inspires, it changes moods, it uplifts, mm. it makes you feel sad, it makes you do everything. Yeah. Music is what makes the world go around in every possible way. Everybody's got a soundtrack to their life, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have entrance, so, entrance music when I walk into a room. Always. Yes, of course. <laughs> and when you walk in the room, everybody goes, oh, there's Happy Place. <laughs> and yeah. they start singing, <laughs> or they say, this is a board meeting. Can you please turn that boom box off? Like, it's a bit ridiculous. Or, and then you're like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> optional. All yeah. is optional. <laughs> and people are also allowed to change their minds. You know, people might say they love something now and not love it later. Yeah. And it was, you change their mind. You can love Tom Petty, for example, for a soul mm. has left us. Oh, you used to love Tom Petty. Why don't you like him now? Because I've changed my mind. Right. What is wrong with that? Yeah, people are very afraid of opinions, eh? People are afraid of opinions, especially when it's not theirs. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, that's very and, true. Yeah, life, life is just not like that. And things are a lot. And people have, people have changed. And the way we think in the world has changed. Right. And this is, you know, especially about things like music and art. And whatever, mm. but you can love a thousand things if you want to. Don't go messing with other people's shit, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they will not mess with your shit. I don't think anyone's ever not messed with your with shit. Hey? Oh no, they have messed with your <laughs> shit. I've read your book. <laughs> yes, they have messed with my shit, <laughs> and 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 I learned from that. That's for sure. Yeah, I didn't smack anybody back, but I did learn from it. <laughs> right. Cindy, where, where can people catch you on this um, this tour, Songs and Stories from the Road? Well, I'm going to be starting to advertise some new shows coming up. Because right now, like, till the end of the year, things are pretty set. You know, everybody's playing and stuff like yes. that. But I'm going to start putting some, some new shows together for the new year. Yeah. And um, if they want to find me, Facebook, of course, Cindy Alta Live Entertainment, Cindy Alta, has, I've got two pages. And, you know, it's just, Check on the internet. I mean, any anywhere you stop in the office, you can find a whole bunch of nonsense about me. Yes, and we <laughs> yeah, know that you're hard. one of the hardest working musicians in South Africa oh. still to this day. So we know that we can always find you gigging somewhere. Wow. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but you know what? Honestly, for me, it's just about playing. Yeah. I'm playing because I don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to stop. And I, I find that it. I find that so amazing because I mean I know a lot of guys in bands and stuff that actually hate playing. They hate performing. They want to do the shortest set possible. Um, if they don't mm. have to play, they love that even more, <laughs> you know. And I, and I don't understand. Well, then I see someone like you who actually just can't wait to get on stage. You actually go kick kick your opening act off the front of the <laughs> stage and just go for it. <laughs> just get off. You've yeah. had too many songs. It's my turn. Yeah. 
You were one song over. <laughs> yeah. I'm very stressed. No, but it's, it's great that you're that passionate still. I mean, I always find it interesting, someone who's been in a career for that long, to still be, yeah. um, to still be doing it and loving it. You know, that's, I think, the key. Well, I think, um, I don't know about me, I just know about you know, other musicians that have said that they love what they do. And how many people in the world can get to love what they do for their whole lives? Yeah, you know, it's pretty spectacular, and and I I definitely appreciate it. I'm grateful for it. It's Brilliant. not a given. Yeah, it's not like this. Oh, that's the way it goes. I work very hard to get good work. Yeah, you know, sure. I, I work hard at that, and I work hard at what I do because I take it seriously enough. Right, it's not so serious that I'm like totally pedantic about everything, but I take it seriously enough. And you never get to the point where you say, I've paid my dues, now I just can chill and coast along. Yeah. You've never paid your bloody dues, so don't get all up with that. <laughs> <you know>? Awesome. <laughs> you haven't paid your dues, I don't care how old you are. Fantastic. The thing is getting there. Where's there? There's yeah. when you're dead. Sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll tell you when I get there. And you're still like, quite where? a way off from there, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Listen, you know, as long as I can still sing, and not embarrass myself. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm cool, man. Even if it's through a breathing tube. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, well, you know. You took it there. Yeah, I took it there. So I know you're. I know you're at least forty to fifty years away from that, though, Cindy. So you're all good. A little bit away, but all of you. I mean, you're doing what you love. Be passionate about it, and do it for real. You know, don't mess around. Awesome. Amazing words. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks for being with us this morning. I appreciate you, you so uh, being up before the crack of noon to chat to us. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you lots, Cindy. Have a great day and a great tour. Bye. <laughs> Isn't she lovely? So lovely. She's, she's like that, that crazy aunt I always find. The crazy aunt. The yep. Crazy Everyone's aunt. got one here. Everyone does have one. I really do. It's actually quite mm. scary. I know you do as well. Yeah, I can see it yeah, in your yeah. eyes. You're thinking can you about see the it fear? now. Can yes. Mm. Oh, is yours actually crazy? Like stabby crazy? Oh, no, no, no. She's not that bad. Oh, okay. But just, I mean, I, I know people like that and that's just as bad, you know? Right. Not awesome. that related. Well, Ash, thanks so much for coming through today and uh, sharing the studio with me. Yeah. Playing, singing songs to thanks me. Thanks so much for having me, Nathan. It's talking about really cool. your name. I'm yeah. not, not allowed to do that because I know names are quite personal things and if you make fun and poke and like look under the surface some people get uncomfortable uh, but that's the best place to be in is ah, not in your comfort zone confident yet vulnerable oh, the yes. secret to great songwriting I mm. think we just solved the mystery alright cool alright that's it that's the unview with me Nathan Rowe um, we had Ashlyn Gray we had Cindy Alter we had Charlie Finch thank you so much for joining us we'll see you next week until then goodbye cliffcentral.com